Hello, gals and ghouls! Welcome to Just the Tits. We are here to please your ears and give you some random information that you never knew you needed. My name is Gia, and on the other side of my screen, I have... Avari. Well, her name used to be Avery, but I guess we're going, we're going exotic now. <laughs> going all French on you. Yep, all right. I feel like my name is To Tell the Truth, and it comes from Latin, Avare to tell the truth so i felt like telling the truth even though it didn't make any sense all right i'm gonna continue telling the truth and uh <laughs> <laughs> and tell y'all that we're gonna be talking about something that's not very uh on brand for avery nor myself today mm. Mm. something a little scary for some people i'm gonna go lock the door right now we're talking about ghosts but more Yeek! specifically ghosting Ah, oh, still gotcha. kind of scary. <laughs> can be scary for some people. Can just be as traumatizing, rather. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about ghosting. We're going to talk about professional ghosting. And by that, I don't mean someone who goes professionally. I mean like... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying yeah, I that. Realize. Because, uh, do you know a professional ghost? I'm sure I'm there sure, are like professional yeah, I'm sure clowns. We all, all know professional ghosters. We just don't know that they're professional ghosters, you know? Aren't those just called con people? Con artists? Or like fear of commitment, like people... Um, yeah, but they don't get paid to do that. They're not contracted out to... I mean, you could be know, professional in over. something and not get paid, can you? I don't I know. I don't think so. I think there does need to be a transaction of hmm. payment. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they're getting paid by someone's ex in an ex quest callback to <laughs> to ghost their ex. All right. Anyway, this is falling down a wormhole. So <laughs> that uh, is on brand. <laughs> very on brand. So ghosting in a professional setting or a corporate setting, friend ghosting. And also we'll, you know, throw in a little romantic ghosting. But we've all we all deal with that. We don't we, need, we don't need to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Avery, tell us which one of those three pick your poison. Oh, definitely professional. I spent Mm -hmm. over a year after grad school searching for a job, anything. It's true. All the things, Mm -hmm. right? But the worst came maybe in the spring of that year when I had applied for this uh, fellowship. And they didn't tell me, but I found out in a newsletter, in a fucking newsletter. Like they roped me in after saying, no, we didn't accept you. They wrote me in again for a second interview. And then I heard nothing. And then on the train ride in to a, you know, contract freelance job I was doing, I just happened to open up their newsletter. Lo and behold, whose picture wasn't there? Mine. (laughs) I wasn't there. You did not see your face. I was the ghost. (laughs) They ghosted me into a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Ghost transference. (laughs) Right. So it's like more than, it was more than just like an interview. There were multiple interviews. There was interest shown. There was some sort of like mutual feeling. And then these motherfuckers didn't even have the courtesy. Because it's not like there were thousands of applicants, right? I'm assuming by that point, they had narrowed the pool down. You know, I, I don't really know. I It was very popular. So it might have gotten up into the Okay, thousands. but like, let's say, I'm saying like, if you get past the second interview, if you get to the point where you were, yeah, I mean, you could send out a generic email even to just everyone who didn't get it. Yeah. Being like... That's, I At mean, this that's point, not that I hard. hope they do that now that I blasted them on Twitter afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was P.O.'d. Yes. That stands for pissed off, in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and I typically don't do that, but it, they deserved it. Yeah, um, but accountability. Mm-hmm. 
Because you know what? If you're going to put in the effort, who are they to be like, well, we're not going to, you know, send that energy back into the atmosphere. We're just going to absorb it. Thanks. And to their credit, which I won't give them too much credit, it's like (laughs) an actual negative credit. It's like negative 10.9 credit. But (laughs) after the Twitter blow up, somebody reached out and she said, oh, sorry, in the shuffle, I guess, you know, you got lost in the cracks. And I was like, no shit. It's like, that doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. And then somebody else, a different interview said, oh, we're part of this organization and you should apply for that. And I was like, guess what? I'm never applying for that ever again. (laughs) Anyway. Lesson learned, I hope, on both sides. What's your poison? Oh, I'm going on the friend route because I was friends with someone in college for, God, we were friends since freshman year. Mm. And really tight. Like, they had come to my house over spring breaks. I had been out to visit them. They lived on the West Coast. And so, like, I mean, really, really close. Like, even for a while after we graduated, like, we weren't as close, but... They still like showed up for like big, meaningful moments in my life. And and then all of a sudden, they just stopped responding to my messages. And I knew what? that like they were okay. Rel- I mean, that they were alive, that they were doing things, that they were still at their job because I had them on social media. Mm. They just weren't responding to my messages. I was like, hey, did I do something? Like, I'm really sorry if I did. I would love to like talk about it. You know, if there's anything I can do to like get us anywhere, some semblance of what we used to be. Like, I miss having you in my life. I'm sorry if I didn't tell you that. Like, you know, you're a really good friend, etc. Nothing. To this day, I have no idea what happened. It sounds dumb, but like, I still think about it where I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just like, you know, we had met up one time and then they stopped... We were friends for like four years and college friends, I mean, people that you take the time to like bring home to meet your parents, Mm -hmm. it could be relationship wise, it could be friend wise. I mean, that's like, okay, now you're like a good friend and then to show up for things that are important, you know, to be there when you need them and then all of a sudden just vanish. And so I was like, okay. So that really like, I mean, I've been ghosted lightly in romantic things, but like the friend ghosting for me personally is like the worst offense because it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, man. It just really fucking sucks. Yeah, it's almost even more intimacy than a romantic relationship, especially around that age, I'd say, because Mm -hmm. you're just as vulnerable and you're opening yourself up and you're learning about yourself as well as they are and you're sharing um, and caring (laughs) and pairing. Okay, now I just became a banana. (laughs) (laughs) banana and and pajama rhyme but I I think romantic ghosting I think that happens earlier on in relationships but this is this is really bizarre that this person uprooted themselves from your life like they yanked out all the roots too yeah well now that you're just left to wonder they left me hanging did they die like i said they're still alive like i have them on social media i know that they're living their life but did some alien come down and take over their body and their accounts and now they Fair. no longer recognize you. I think That's this, what is, it is. Uh, this is on the table. We should put this on the table as a viable yes. option. Absolutely. Okay. Alien right. inhabiting their body. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's that nice makes me feel submission. a lot better. But I do want to respond to something that you said. So what you said about usually in romantic relationships, this happens earlier. So everything that I've been reading, you know, doing my research actually suggests that the real type of ghosting, where it originated from in romantic relationship or re-romantic relationships is after months. So like you've been seeing someone, you've been going on dates 
and then that person just disappears. The ghosting that it's turned into now where it's like you maybe are chatting and then they stop responding, you've never met in real life, or you go on like two or three dates and then they just stop responding, that technically isn't the ghosting in its original sense. So that's fine, but it's definitely... right. It's definitely more egregious, obviously, and on the same level as kind of what I was experiencing when you have built up this intimacy, not necessarily physical, but also emotional, and then they just like, oops, sorry, without even saying sorry. They're just like, oops. It's bizarre. Yeah, so as you guys have heard, ghosting happens in all stages of all relationships, professional, personal, romantic, and so we're here to break it down from uh, the, the peanut gallery with their opinions. So we asked y'all in our fourth questionnaire, damn, we go in places, is ghosting ever allowed? Or should you always make a point to close the chapter? So what do we got? Hit me. Here's the butter for my peanuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see if that would oh, get no. a reaction. And it did. I'm going to spit out my tea. That's what I'm about. Tea spilling. All right. So well, we're going to spill the tea on this. Okay. Matt. I don't think there's any way to end things where both people are guaranteed to feel good. But if you feel like you need to ghost, you're probably not in a place personally to have a successful relationship anyway. All right. All right. Pretty practical. Aurelio, you should always make a point. We're all grown-ups. Oh, wait. He he said (laughs) (laughs) gown-ups. I shouldn't laugh. I, you know, misspell all the time. Okay. Jonathan and Servia coming in hot with a tome of an answer (laughs) he's got a lot of opinions i think ghosting is fine it's not something to look up to or should be desired to do but it's not always appropriate to dump your life story onto people in quotations sorry i don't want to chat anymore sex was great but that's all i wanted and now i feel this moving towards a romantic pursuit i just don't want because i'm either too fresh from something previous or i'm not feeling that level of commitment or i'm not into you like that you should 100 percent keep doing what you did this time though it's bound to work on someone just not me at the moment because someone else might do that six months from now. It'll be totally fine. End quotations. So I'm assuming that quotation is like what that yes, ghost... Yes, that's the example of way too much info dumping onto somebody. So, mm-hmm. and he ends his <laughs> explanation. Like, that's just so much and sometimes not true. And I can't see it helping more than what's now just a universal sign for. Nah, not really. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just wrote that as and ha. Because <laughs> he inverted the letters and ha. Not really. Okay. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right, next person, we do not know who this is. Ooh, it's a ghost. Context is everything. I give people a lot of wiggle room for digital communications because I know how bad I am. I think everyone should try to avoid it. Next, anonymous. No. Close it. If the other person doesn't want to hear it, it sucks, but you've done your part. Mm, all right. Double GTFO. Hey, hey. For sure. If you're leaving an abuser or a bully, I'm all for ghosting. Ooh, got serious. Fair. That is yes. context. Uh-huh. Yes. XOXO Gossip Girl. Ooh, we got a celeb. Ghosting is only okay when I do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Shiva says, so this is Shiva Tejas. Better to close it out than leave someone wondering and hanging. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And finally, Dave. Just Dave. Just Dave. 
I'm more likely to do it out of conflict avoidance, but it's always wrong. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to talk about later is how using that conflict avoidance as, I'm going to say an excuse, but I think, you know, as a reason is not helpful because it's going to harm you later in life. But stay tuned for that. <laughs> Good, can't wait. So hip PA anonymous. <laughs> I don't know if that's... <laughs> It's hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. It's like a hippo. It's a play on hippo. Hippopotamus. I thought it was like hippo, like the privacy thing on medicine. <laughs> no, it'd be spelled differently, wouldn't it? No, hippa is H-I-P-P-A. Well, but the also, em- I thought it was someone the from like... Hippa. <laughs> fucking the emphasis. I, that's another show we should get. Fuck the emphasis. Yes. But I also was wondering if it was someone from Pennsylvania that wanted to be like... A hip Pennsylvania anonymous person? I guess we okay. will not know because... They're hip anonymous. <laughs> they are hidden behind a lot of shields and privacy. Yeah. All right. Well, they say, unless harassment or overall Tom Dickery is involved and you need to immediately <laughs> block, close the chapter and don't waste people's time. Yep. I agree. I like some Tom Dickery, though. Yeah. Much as the next person <laughs> likes some Tom Dickery. You know what I mean? All right. Larry Molinari says, ghosting is allowed when the other person will try to stick to you like chewing gum sticks on a shoe. Okay. Okay. It me says, Mm. I close the chapter pretty much always, but if they don't get the message after that, then Casper mode is acceptable. Mm. Mm. Not the mattress. Got it. All right. JB. JB says, it depends on how long you were seeing each other, but I also think ghosting seems worse in romantic relationships. But for some reason, when we think of platonic friends that we have just grown apart from, we don't place the blame on one person or the other. It seems more natural. Maybe mutual ghosting is okay, but if one party is still trying to communicate and the other is ignoring them, then some sort of direct and straightforward end is needed? Question mark. Maybe mm. I also don't really understand what ghosting is. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would say growing apart is different than ghosting. Ghosting is like intentionally ignoring active communication from the other participant. Yeah, so, it's a two-way street. Yeah, I think yeah. that's 50-50. Right, it's not like Avery's 30 one-way street, 30% one-way street. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I would I would say that it's, it's very intentional on the part of the ghoster. The ghostee would be reaching out and the ghoster would be just ignoring and not responding. So, yeah, somehow not as useful as a coaster. What? <laughs> you are so it. proud of yourself. You're just waiting, <laughs> waiting for a reaction. Just, wait, just waiting for you to climb on board. Oh, God. Uh, Mira says that I think ghosting is acceptable if the relationship is toxic mm-hmm. and a breakup or attempt to make the other person understand would only prolong an, un- an already unhealthy situation. Snaps. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the general theme here. Mm -hmm. It's good. I like it. Anonymous says, yeah, I think at this point, ghosting is so expected and common. It's a form of closing a chapter. Shitty when it happens to you, but let's be real. You've done it too. Oh, Anonymous getting feisty, calling us out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we've got V who says it's complicated, question mark. I don't Ah. know, V. Is it complicated? You tell us. That might sum this all up. I would disagree, but that's just me. Well, just based on, you know, context, what people are saying. Sometimes context is needed. Without context, you don't really have a sense of who's at fault and if it's intentionally done. Right. But that's why I also think that it's so important to communicate needs and expectations from the start, even if you don't know what your needs and expectations are. Because if someone tells you, like, I'm not sure what I'm looking for, 
then it's not going to be as painful if they ghost you, I think, in my opinion. I mean, it's still going to mm. suck. Mm. But if they suddenly just drop off the face of the earth, you're like, well, they were very confused about what they were looking for anyway. So, like, that tracks. Yeah, that's you know? a fair point. Moving on. So, tell us, Gia, how do people... Well, I mean, we know how they do it. <laughs> um, why do people ghost? And is there more to it than what we just heard? Yeah. So I think, as I mentioned in our listener responses, ghosting originally was intended for when you've been in a committed relationship or it's been a couple of months. So there is a stronger intimacy level, a higher intimacy level than a date or not even getting to meeting in person just like chatting obviously it still sucks when it happens and right it hasn't been a long relationship but right. the issues that they're bringing up here are when it's been something that you have invested a lot of time energy emotions into so just okay. keep that in mind yeah okay so it started in 2015 that's when like mainstream media picked up this term which i feel like it be was earlier than that but i mean maybe i'm just not remembering things well all right well mainstream media the new york times decided to write a comprehensive explainer on it after Charlize theron told the world how she slowly stopped dating sean penn by ignoring his calls and text messages oh what and I that's when it dated. exploded well <laughs> she ghosted him so Oof. maybe he's being swept under the rug Oof. yeah his PR team probably had a field day with that. So then there was a lot of studies done. A lot of people wanted to know, like, have you ghosted anyone? And this was, I mean, online dating wasn't as popular then. I think people were still doing it. But like, I mean, now it's totally boomed. However, in 2014, so a little bit before the mainstream media picked up the term, a HuffPost survey asked a thousand U.S. adults between October 23rd and October 26, 2014 about ghosting. And the results showed that almost 10% of Americans had ghosted someone to break up with them at that time. Wow. Okay. However, 76% of those people had never used an online dating site. Mm. And 62% of them said it's not appropriate to break up with someone via text message, instant message, or other electronic communication. And 81% okay. of them said that they had never been ghosted at that time. Lucky devils. And 83 said they had never ghosted anyone. So that's in 2014. I could not find a similar study from recently because I'd be very interested to see how the numbers flip-flopped because I'm sure they have. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's probably exploded. Right. That's when it started like picking up, picking up steam. So I mentioned also in our listener response section about people saying that, oh, I, I ghost because I want to avoid conflict. Mm. Right? And I understand that. I do as someone that also not a huge fan of conflict. I don't want to get into something, or as John said, like, do this whole spiel about, like, that was fun, but I'm not in the right place, <laughs> chakras aren't aligned, Mercury's in retrograde, etc. However, by avoiding confrontation, avoiding difficult conversations, and avoiding hurting someone's feelings, you're actually setting yourself up to keep doing that in other situations of your life. Got it. So it's like avoidance, avoidance of anxiety-inducing things and avoidance of conflict which mm -hmm. the more you do it and the less you are trained to face conflict and deal with those things that might cause anxiety, the less likely you are to do them in other parts of your life. Yeah, that tracks. According to research done in 2018, uh, when polled, people said that ghosting is the worst way to end a relationship according to the recipient. Duh, that makes sense. <laughs> you should have had us guess that one. <laughs> right. But interestingly enough, there's also from the 1970s, 
a study on preferred relationship ending strategies. Mm. According to um, when one person ends a relationship through avoidance, it's more likely to trigger more anger and hurt for the recipient. Which, when we were talking about, again, listener responses, the bubble gum that might get stuck to your shoe. If this person was already going to take it personally, if you had confronted and said, hey, I'm not interested anymore, then it's going to be way worse if you just completely dip and don't acknowledge it. Okay. Avoidance costs the ghost much more in the long run because frustrated recipients often track down and confront the ghost, sometimes in embarrassing situations like at work or in front of family. Eek! Vis-a-vis what we were talking about with X-Quests and how mm. some of those people went to like people's places of work. I mean, not that that person had ghosted them, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if you've been in a long relationship with someone and they don't get any closure, I mean, what's to stop them from hunting down that closure? Basically, I stand by what I said that one, it's good to state what you are expecting and what you're looking for from the beginning. All right. This whole like uh, I've met a lot of people re-relationships that are like, oh, I don't really know. But they do know. They just don't want to say what they actually are looking for for fear of scaring people off for sounding too like I'm looking for something serious and worrying that they're not going to find someone because of that. And I'm like, you kind of need to throw that out there because if people are not on the same page, then yeah, somebody's going to feel overwhelmed potentially and that might lead them to ghost. Someone's going to feel like, you know, this is too serious. So um, Avery, what strategies? Ooh, what a- <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. I have a couple and by I, I mean Griffin Wynn or wine from Ooh. Bustle wrote... 20 witty responses to ghosting that'll haunt them forever. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm just going to pick a few of them because some are a little weird. Not good weird. Yeah, right. Not just the tits weird. Number one. (laughs) Of course, the minute I start, I get all flemmied. Is that one of the responses? I'm all flemmy. I'm all flemmy. How do you feel now, ghoster? All right. Number one. Can we at least reenact the Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore pottery scene first? Mm, good one i like that hopefully they're not like me and they know movies and right right (laughs) yeah you have to be a little bit on the same page (laughs) number two hey at least now the next time my niece asks me to tell her a ghost story i can tell her about you (laughs) lols yeah i like it me gusta (laughs) number four i hope this finds you well i just wanted to circle back per our last message exchange (laughs) yes treat it corporate corporate (laughs) All right. I see you're taking dating advice from Barney Stinson's playbook. I'd like to remind you that Robin left him and the show got canceled in 2016 and hasn't (laughs) aged well. Ooh, feisty. Aw, I love Simon and Garfunkel, in parentheses. I'm taking you ghosting me as the sound of silence. Okay, it's like petty high schooler that knows Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, uh uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> this is kind of all right it seems like your phone's been dead for two and a half weeks let me know if you need to borrow my charger <laughs> what if their phone was dead for two and a half weeks how they wouldn't see your message oh gosh you're bombarding me with all these texts i'm not used to getting so much attention yes play the petty card yeah right? yes Passive yes aggressive much <laughs> this one <laughs> it just says same period subtle i like that (laughs) can't wait to write the next ghostbusters movie about you all right okay all right (laughs) okay how about this one you've won one last chance to meet up for a drink reply with your availability this week to claim your prize (laughs) yeah and some of these i'm like damn all right but also some of these 
again, are on the, like, you know, light ghosting side where it's like maybe you went out a couple of times because if somebody like ghosted me after months and then I you know sent that I think I I might be a little more upset well I think it also comes down to personalities and what you expect you were saying go into a relationship kind of telling the person what you want out of it but not everybody always does that obviously which is why we Mm -hmm. have drama and tv shows and Jerry Springer But I guess because we don't have any sort of social etiquette around this, there is no guidebook and we Mm. are kind of making it up as we go, right? We don't have a playbook every time we go out and date. Like there's no Ms. Manners behind us telling us, oh, yes, that is proper. That is improper. Um, I think there is a general because like we said, it's not just romantic. It's in any situation where you are not still feeling the same vibes. It's just common courtesy to be like, hey. Sorry, it's just not working <laughs> just out. Hey. For me. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to add but no, to this I mean, list. Hey. <laughs> there is a mismanners thing because if it applies to being friends, if it applies to professional interactions, then we can take that, we can distill the professionalism from it, but we can say the same principle applies. You want to know if you're not being selected for that position, right? So even if there's no like mismanners for romantic specifically, you still want to know if you're free to pursue other avenues or if you should be working harder or doing something differently. Yeah, but my point is, even within the professional space, there isn't. Because obviously companies are doing whatever they want. Yeah, no, obviously. But what I mean is that, like, there is a there is a standard. People don't, they're not following it necessarily, as we have heard and experienced. But, like, I don't think it's fair to say that, like, we don't know how it should be handled. Because, like, we know. Yeah, we should have invited somebody on who has been a ghoster and asked them, like, put them on the hot seat. Hindsight. I mean, yeah, if any of y'all listening are ghosters, if that's your, like, preferred method of just, like, nope, bye, we'd be interested to talk to you. Speaking of ghosts. Oh, no. This is so easy. This is so easy. You say that. You you say that often. No, but this one is really easy. The past ones have been kind of tricky, even for me. (sighs) Okay, ready? Ready? Uh Uh-huh. Ditto. Bitch, what? <laughs> oh, that, that, but that's, I gave you a hint. Speaking of ghosts. Is it from Casper? No, no. It's, this is, it's in the word. It's in the word. It's in ditto? Ghost. Oh, it's from the movie Ghost? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I really thought that was, I just... I thought I was feeding you that on this gold platter. Oh, my God. (laughs) Full of just answer, bright and ready for you. I've seen that movie in my defense. Okay. I just don't remember that. That's that's, what? That is a pretty famous line. (laughs) Even if if you hadn't seen it, I mean, there's the pottery scene, right? And then there's the fact that he never said I love you back. He would always say ditto. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, you said you saw it. Okay. But I just said I didn't remember that that was an important um, part. Well, then I was filling you in and our audience who <laughs> might, may or Spoiler may not alert. have seen it. <laughs> I just remember Patrick Swayze fighting the ghosts and being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it was before CGI and <laughs> what we before. have today and special effects. Oh, man. It was nice well, seeing your shiny face again and hearing your beautiful mellifluous tones. Oh, ditto. 
<laughs> nah, I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> and to all of our listeners, we love you. We ain't going to ghost you. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening. Bye. If you want to write to us, oh. we'll reply. <laughs> she still has stuff to go. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? We're writing back to people? I got I got a fan present. Way to brag. Somebody send Avery something so she doesn't feel bad. Quick. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't want it anymore. You can just ghost me for all I care. Bye. <laughs> And thanks to Comice Johnson for her wonderful illustration of our tits. Just kidding. Of our faces. And Gabrielle Beasley for her lovely, lovely intro and outro ukulele music. Uh, Hickory dickory uh, dock. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're just going to bastardize all the children's lullabies. <laughs> I mean, yes. That's yeah. Why do you think I'm a teacher? Inspiration. Uh. <laughs>